You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is the weekly crossover edition of the Locked On Big 12 podcast, the Locked On Horn Frogs podcast, Locked On Sooners podcast, and the Locked On Pokes podcast. A whole lot to get to. Coaching changes, especially at coordinator for all the schools we're going to discuss, and some more in the Big 12. Also, bowl games to look forward to, and college hoops really starting to take focus as college football kind of takes a step back as bowl season begins. All that coming up on today's show. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's get to it. I am Josh Neighbors of the Locked On Big 12 podcast to my right. It is Stephen Simcox of the Locked On Horn Frogs podcast. Below him is John Williams of the Locked On Sooners podcast. And to his left, below me, it is Linda uh, Godfrey. G- guys, I always get the names. Do the names. I, I should. I should write it down. I should write yeah, it down. Probably. I almost. I almost miss somebody's names every single time. Linda Godfrey, Locked On Pokes podcast. Um, I am in Big Twelve country, guys. I am in my girlfriend's basement in Kansas City. So it it is nice to be in Central Time Zone. I'll tell you guys that. Welcome. I, I, it's well. I you know went to school here. Went to University of Missouri. Obviously, four years. God's time zone is great. The games <laughs> come on just a little bit earlier. They finish just a little bit earlier, which is really nice. Um, so much going on in our conference. Let's start with the coaching stuff. So, John, get to go to you first. You had a gangbusters episode on YouTube about about Jeff Levy that did really really well. So, congrats on that. I, I know you just yeah, started crazy. the channel. Done a great job with that. Um, the angle I want to take on it is this, is that he is somebody that could have a head coaching job right now. And he, his career is very similar to that of Kendall Bryles, the son of Art Bryles. The similarity there being that they were both at Baylor. I think from a coaching perspective, it is a, it's a great hire from a football perspective. It's a great hire. Awesome offense. Uh, Matt Corral swears by Jeff Levy and Matt Corral is going to be a first round pick. One of the first two quarterbacks taken most likely. That is really important. That's a great notch in the hat for quarterbacks to come. Uh, I also think because of his past, Oklahoma actually might luck out and actually might get to keep him for a while because, you know, after what happened at Baylor, look, I think there are some people that are fine taking a guy like that as a head coach, but, you know, Kendall Bryles still doesn't have a job yet, and he's pretty well revered. And Jeff Lebby's a guy who's got a career, you know, could have gotten a job and has not gotten a head coaching job yet. So, I want to start there from from that perspective. Like, I don't look. It's kind of the business, but there there is some there is some concerns, some some character concerns, I guess, when it comes to Jeff Levy. But the football side of it's great. Any discussion about him is going to have to start with what happened at Baylor. Um, and I mean, obviously, I don't really understand all the ins and outs of what happened there. Um, but it's bad. I mean, what happened there under Art Bryles? And, and the administration, the president on down is terrible. And there's no getting, you can't skirt around that. You can't, you know, justify it. You can't overlook it just because of somebody's talent level. Um, I, I really don't know how to adequately like talk about that 
all, except that it's terrible. Right. And it's something that he's going to have to address, that Joe Castiglione's going to have to address, President Joseph Harris is going to have to address when they officially announce him. I think a lot of the delay in announcing him is just to let everybody's kind of emotions go through it and then be able to, that way they can address kind of the public aspect of it um, as a group, have their kind of response put together, but it's going to be something that follows them, you know, and, and as it should, you know, right. if, if the allegations about him are accurate in that he was aware of some circumstances that were going on and, and even though he passed him up the chain of command, if he didn't report them to exactly. authorities, that still, that still falls on him. And that's something he's got to live with. You know, there have been a couple of different schools that have, you know, given him opportunities at this point in time, like Southeastern. And then obviously, mm -hmm. you know, the Josh Heifel connection, it, it, you know, he, they, they knew each other from their Oklahoma days. So that's right. not a surprise, but a guy like Danny White, who was the AD at UCF, you know, going, kind of going to bat for him. I think that carries a little bit of weight. And then, um, you know, and then just the opportunity that he's getting now, you know, I, you know, so I, I'm a believer in forgiveness. Right. At the same time, like you're never going to get rid of your past. Like this is going to be something that kind of follows him. And, you know, it, it's something that hopefully every institution learns from moving forward. Like the, what happened at Baylor can't happen again. It can't happen anywhere else. And part of why Kendall Bryles and Art Bryles haven't gotten jobs yet is because nobody wants to attach themselves to the name that, oversaw this this terrible situation that happened to numerous women that should have never happened it should have never happened and it, it doesn't matter if you're a woman a man have daughters don't nobody should be comfortable with the idea of something like this going down and Again, like I said, I, I believe in forgiveness. It's part I believe of sports. In, it's the problem, yeah, right? It it's is. Like, it's just it's, part of our. It's like I mean, you see it at every level. Kevin Tra well, Kevin track record. I mean, Kevin has hired DJ Durkin, who had a kid die under his watch at Maryland. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's you know that that he's a decent coach. Like we saw it this year with that Ole Miss defense. But that is, I mean, that's inexcusable. And then he had no problem hiring Kendall Bryles at FAU. It was, it's that's where he looked. Um, and then Stephen, I want to ask you about this because you know you're very familiar with with Baylor. Levy was one of those guys who was implicated because a student, former student, uh, Dolores Lozano, had said that she had gone and she notified um, Levy that a you know that a, one of the running backs had assaulted her multiple occasions. And Levy is in a weird spot because he was Art Bryles. Uh, he's I think he's still son-in-law, son-in-law still right. Yeah. I believe they're still together. And you know, like what do you, it's tough, right? When you bring it up to the coach and what does the coach say? Now he's been an unabashed supporter of our Bryles. So there's, there's an element of, you know, complicitness there. How do you feel about the situation? Cause I think we all do actually agree. Like the football side of this, John and I talked about it. There was some concern. Hey, what do you do offensively to make sure you can still get high level recruits? Well, Levy's the guy that's still going to get high level offensive players to come there. So let's put that part of it aside, you know, as we discuss this, but what were your thoughts, Steven, you know, just kind of as he makes his way up through the coaching ranks. Yeah. So I'll talk about Levy and I'll also uh, sort of spin this to the school I cover. Cause they also made a hire that um, is related to a coach that was on that Baylor staff. But mm. as far as Jeff Levy goes, I think the, the unabashed supporter of Art Bryles is an important distinction because um, you know, Jeff was one of the guys there was a game in 2015 that was the year after art was dismissed and Jeff Grobe 
was the head coach and all the assistants were still basically there. Um, and like, I'll just be real with you that that coaching staff quit on those kids. Like they lost to Texas. There was an article in the wall street journal that was pretty uh, damning about their involvement in, you know, the scandal and what they knew. And they flat out quit on that football team. And they went from six and zero to six and six and they won a bowl game. And like, that's not the most important thing. The football aspect is not the most important thing of it. But before they played uh, TCU that year at McLean Stadium, there were people outside selling T-shirts that said CAB on them, which Mm -hmm. stood for Coach Art Bryles. Um, And allegedly, Jeff Levy had some financial stake in that. And he was out, you know, he was part of selling that. So, you know, to me, that's not somebody who was contrite and aware of, you know, the responsibility that that coaching staff had and what happened. And I think the problem here is, and I don't know what Joe Castiglione is going to say about this, but I imagine it's going to be something in the effect of, well, we vetted him, you know, we talked with him individually, we feel at peace about this. But I, I think the issue is like, these are public allegations, which means I think this vetting process has to go through, uh, you know, a public sphere of some sort. Like we need to hear from Jeff Levy. Like, what did you learn from that experience? What did you do? Do you feel like you had any responsibility? Do you feel like that coaching staff had any responsibility? Because like, in my mind, forgiveness has to come from a place of the other person apologizing, right? Like they have to say, right. We did. This is a Michael Vick going to prison and like serving his debt to society. That's not what this is. Yes. I mean, like those guys have, you're, you're totally right. Like there are people on that staff that probably would be head coaches right now, if not for what happened, but they are still very highly paid assistants that have kind of bounced around the coaching ranks. Now, you know, turning to TCU for a second, um, they recently brought over Kaz Kazadi, who was a strength and conditioning coach at SMU. And he was also on that staff at Baylor. Um, and he was approached by the mom of a student mm-hmm. who reported that some um, Baylor players had uh, assaulted her daughter. And he apparently, the way he handled that was to talk to those young men. And then after talking to those young men himself, decided, well, I don't think that's actually what happened. And then there was, you know, different stories about how much right. he told to Art Bryles, you know, if he sent this up the chain of command. Um, there were a ton of issues there, obviously. But, like, these people are at fault, and they're still getting opportunities. Um, and, like, let's be honest about it. I mean, a lot of schools in the Big 12 have sort of taken a, a righteous high ground against Baylor, and I think deservedly so. Like, what happened there was awful. But it's hard to stand here and be like, oh, that was terrible, and that was all Baylor's fault, and that was a specific Baylor issue if you're still hiring these people. And if when you're asked about hiring them, your only response is, well, we talked to these folks, and we think they're okay. Like, in my mind, that's just not enough. We need to know more than that. They need to come out and, you know, answer some questions. And and they're not going to, and I get that's how it works. And that's one of the reasons that these coaches like college athletics is because – you can insulate yourself from the media yes. as much as you yes. want, especially if you're an assistant coach. Um, but yeah, Jeff Levy is a great offensive mind. I think he's going to do a fantastic job at Oklahoma from a football perspective. And like, I, I can't even unequivocally say that he should never coach again, because I honestly don't know totally and completely how much this was his fault. But I do know from what little he said publicly and privately since it happened, 
it doesn't seem like he thinks he was part of the problem. And it doesn't seem right. like he thinks his father-in-law was part of the problem. And that, and our brows, and our brows never thought he saw like, thought he was part of the problem either. Right. That's no, I mean, he's still, still he's, yeah, he's still got a lawsuit against Baylor that is basically saying this was a university wide problem. And I was just yeah. caught up in the middle of it. Right. You know? uh, Linda, I want to ask you, cause you, so you follow, there, there's been two car washes, right? There is the Nick Saban car wash. And for some reason now we're getting the Lane Kiffin car wash, which um, I don't understand this one because, you know, you tracked NFL in college and Lane Kiffin's career has been spotty in both. Um, But it seems like it's just like people think that if they give it enough time, it'll end up being, it'll, it'll be fine. And I'm not sure they have to answer all the questions about Levy now, but I think the fact that he's going to a school like Oklahoma and we know the level of, uh, we know the level of success Levy's had. We know the level of success Oklahoma's had. You push those two things together, and it's rightful to think that, hey, if he's good enough and he's at a really pretty young age, he's probably going to get a head coaching job, and that's where the rubber is going to meet the road, and it's coming soon. Um, you know, is that is that where you see the situation going, that, that this is kind of where we're heading? Like, not all the questions are going to be answered soon, but we're about to get Jeff Levy at a great school where it's going to propel him to the next level. Um, and is it just like, are we allowing time to heal all wounds, even though it shouldn't, what you're reading the situation? Yeah, I think we definitely rely on just like laying low and staying quiet and hoping that things go away a lot. Like second chances. That's a thing that's, you've just seen under every, every critical post about Jeff Levy. They're like, Oh, you don't believe in second chances. Well, first of all, not a second chance. This is like the third school he's been at since Baylor. So Miss me with that. He got a second chance immediately. And also, right. no, I don't think he deserves it yet. He hasn't come out and said, hey, I did a bad thing. Our browse doesn't think he did a bad thing. And that's the issue. They're going to come out and apologize and go like, sorry, you felt that I did something wrong, which is not an apology. If they can't admit wrongdoing, then I don't give a damn if they get a second chance or forgiveness, in my opinion, in my <laughs> humble opinion, as you can tell. But for sure, I've seen... NFL and college coaches turn a blind eye. Schools turn a blind eye to all kinds of insane things that you think. I mean, Tyree Kill plays football, right? Yeah, Tyree Joe Mason played football. There's yeah. all kinds of all kinds of players that have continued to play that you're like, oh, he'll never play again, and then they're back out there on right. Sunday. Um, when you look at like track records of players, players that end up getting arrested in the NFL for some assault battery, whatever it is, if you look at their college career, there is almost, I would say 70% of the time they got in trouble in some form or fashion, whether they got arrested for it or not, there's some kind of indication that something was going to go wrong, but they're good at catching the football or they run really fast or they can pancake a guy. So we just we're trying to win. So we just, we'll just push that aside and never ever hold anybody accountable. And I get it. I get that this is a sport that I chose to like love with my entire being. So it sucks when it breaks my heart, like it does, but that's just, I mean, it's just part of it. Yeah. And I, I, John, I want to go to you like one more time on this thing, but like, we know how thorough Joe Leone is. And also uh, Oklahoma's compliance department was a very notable reason and a point of friction for Lincoln Riley. So this is not a school that, that lacks a history of compliance. I know the Joe, I know the Joe Mixon's Joe Mixon scenario was standing and I'm sure there's obviously some others elsewhere. And there always is a lot of these places, but like they, Oklahoma does have a, you know, with the athletic director they have and the 
um, the compliance department, obviously, like this it's this is why it kind of feels like a weird marriage right so it feels like oklahoma might be giving a little bit of ground in that regard and saying all right we have to you know lincoln's gone we gotta kind of shape up and go for the kind of go for the kill because we're about to go to the sec so and i and i don't blame them in that respect well some of it is the guy has a history with oklahoma like he's right he's yes there. exactly he knows venables you know he's he knows bob stoops like i think some of it comes back to that. Like if he didn't have a history there and he was kind of an outsider, I think maybe they'd be a little bit more, more reluctant, but it, you know, from the beginning, as soon as Brent Venable's name came up in the head coach in the search, Jeff Levy was attached to it mm-hmm. you know, from day one. And so this is something that has been brewing for a week and a half now. Um, and yeah, it, it, I think if there's a, a athletic department that could take the PR hit, to make something like this happen, it's Joe Castiglione's athletic department, because for the most part, it's it's been run pretty clean. I mean, as far as we know, right? There's you never right. know, like until that's, you. And that's until everywhere too. So up, I'm the, yes, know. yes. Um, but yeah, it, it runs pretty clean, and I mean, Bob Stoops is a guy that is not unwilling to give people opportunities despite past you know transgressions. And I mean, I, and I get like Jeff Levy's stance on Art Bryles. Like if it was my father-in-law, you know, like uh, yeah. there's a good chance I'd what probably are you supposed to, right, What are you going to do? What are you going to do there? But like, yeah, you know, it's, it's the family. It's, it's, yeah, yes. Yes. But, I but yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's, which it doesn't make it okay, but like, it's right. a really difficult spot, but we can't be selling t-shirts. No, for sure. That's for sure. I'd be like, yeah, let's yeah. just, yeah, yeah, quiet, no, no, just let's just get quiet. Um, yeah. So I hope, I hope that, you know, the beat writers, you know, around Oklahoma football and I, I t- technically I could actually probably go ask the question myself if I could show right. it to a press conference three hours away. Um, <laughs> you know, like hopefully they'll ask the questions and they'll get an opportunity to speak with them because I, he, I think he's due to ask some hard questions or answer some hard questions. And I mean, I don't know if they will. And, um, but I imagine that there's going to be at least one or two guys that really ask him the difficult questions. Cause it's what the fans deserve. It's what the university community deserves and it really it's what anybody who follows college football deserves is to see like see this guy kind of sweat uh under the pressure of of, you know the public scrutiny um but just from like like you all said from an x's and o's standpoint yeah it's a home run it's good it's a home run it'll work i mean hopefully it means caleb williams stays but it still just feels it feels weird, you know. Yeah, but, I th- but again, I root, you know, I like I root for the Dallas Cowboys, and the Dallas right. Cowboys have had notorious, yes, they, 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 second chance to you is what I think. Yeah, they be, and so I mean, it, it it's ugly. It's the the ugly part of professional right. sports and college athletics at this point, and it is what it is. Yeah, I think I think the big question for me is like that guy goes in somebody's home, and like, why should parents believe him? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why should a parent believe you're going to look out for the kid? That, that's that's that, that's kind of my that that's the question that's that's where that's where my question would come from if i was in, if I was in the room but that's just me uh all right there are some insane okay. parents i don't mean to interrupt but there are no. some wild parents that are like well, i don't if, care if you're a parent of matt corral why money if you're a parent of, yeah. a, of a kid who's like a matt corral why would you say no this kid's gonna make you know this guy can make your son yeah. millions of dollars and matt's yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like matt corral needed jeff levy but like obviously you know he he you know, was a dark horse Heisman finalist and had a great season. And that a lot of it is because Jeff. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Uh, All right. No, no, you're good. No. Uh, Quick word here from our sponsor prize picks. 
If you guys want over-unders, and I made this joke earlier in the week, if you wanted to bet the over on Spencer Sanders' interceptions on Saturday, uh, you would have hit the over. Sorry, Linda. It's just a reality of the situation. It's still and such somebody, a good joke. As somebody who bet on Oklahoma State, I'm still very upset with the outcome. So yes. both can be true. Uh, yeah, yeah. So go check out Price Picks uh, right now. The app is available in most states. Use the promo code Locked On L O C K E D O N Locked On. You'll receive a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks today. So go check them out. Prize Picks. Download that app today. All right. So uh, Linda, uh, this is sadness. Sadness. Yeah. Sadness. Just how, yeah. Oh, how just this beat up on Linda segment. That's what we're doing. No. Okay. From- but so, so here's a so here's we a. We just spent 20 minutes beating up on. Yeah. John. John. I know. I'm sensitive. All right. So here is so. This felt like it was coming with Jim Knowles like leaving. Now Ohio State is tough, but it felt like from what we were hearing, it was you know, and Gundy had the blank checks pretty tough comment last week. And you've been on this. You've been saying give Jim Knowles whatever he wants. I'm with you. I, I believe you are correct in that statement. Um, but when a job like Ohio State comes and asks you, and you get to thinking about boy, what could his what could his defense look look, look like? when you get Ohio State's athletes involved, oh boy. I mean, it could be absolutely just out of this world good. But I, I how are you feeling? Uh, and what is, what's the next step? What are they looking for on defense? Because they still have a lot of really good defensive personnel left. I was not okay uh, early when the news hit. I was like, don't talk to me. Like, I'm going to need several days to recover. But I actually bounced back pretty quick. Like, I understand the appeal of Ohio State. There is, in terms of college football coaching jobs, Ohio State's pretty high on that list. So I understand that appeal. They're giving him, I think they offered a little bit more money than we did. So it was really, I mean, how do you turn that down? So I can't fault him for that. I'm sad we're losing him, but it's on to the next one. You know, he's going to finish out the season at the bowl game, but there's been some talk about Gary Patterson. Some fans are pushing for some Gary Patterson. Def- yeah, I'm like, I don't Gundy know. and it. Gary Patterson in the Yo. same coaching staff. Oh, he's gonna my. put a song out. Gundy's gonna be featured on it, and I can't. <laughs> Gundy will just yeah, he'll he'll sing back up. <laughs> yeah, I can't. So I'm not entirely down for that. No offense to Gary Patterson. I hope he doesn't block me on Twitter. He's a little old. <laughs> for the kind of hire that I want to make. And also I think he's going to want more money than I'm willing to give to, uh, than I think we would want to give. I want to stay inside of uh, the coaching tree that we've already got at, yes. at Oklahoma State. I like Joe Bob Clements a lot, the defensive line coach. He's been there since 2013, so he knows this defense really well. And uh, they seem to really like him in the locker room. I mean, he's always in the middle of uh, huddles and stuff, so... I, I like Joe Bob Clements. I'll be, you know, keeping an eye on it. But Gary Patterson is going to be a – that would be – for for entertainment purposes, for, like, TV oh. ratings, that's Tell hard me. To I mean, that's that's great. I mean, it might not be always fun for you, but, like, for, you know, somebody just – Yeah, I'm not going to like it at all. Endless shows, endless shows. I think what's, what's interesting is Oklahoma State's defense has been maligned for a long time. And it wasn't like – Jim Knowles came in, the personnel changed a bunch. It did in some respects, but like what they do, like just the way they get after you, they use a lot of creativity, right? They, they use, they just, they send the kitchen sink at you and they confuse you. Right. I mean, we saw Caleb Williams in that second half against Oklahoma state and the fact that they were able to flip a switch and Blake shape, another great example, right? Two completely different 
halves. The fact they're able to confuse quarterbacks like that so with, with pretty much a lot of ease just due to 15 minutes of, of, of halftime, they were able to flip a switch. And that just that just shows you how how well coached they were, and those players too, super receptive. And I think the fact they use guys like you know Malcolm Rodriguez and Colin Colin not big; he's really good, but he's not big, right? So yeah, he's good though. He's yeah, exactly right, and, <laughs> and that's part of that's coaching, part of that's his ability. But I think you're right. I think after seeing how well they were, how successful they were under the, the former regime. You kind of want to keep some of that with there, right? You, you don't want to switch up any defensive philosophy. Do you agree? Right. Absolutely. And I want to do it quickly because, um, you know, we started working on building that defense because we had Jim Knowles and we knew what we had in there. We got a lot of vets coming back, but I want to make sure that we can keep it as intact as possible. Uh, today's show is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline is the best place for all of your sports action needs. Whether it is parlays, uh, prop bets, all those kinds of things you can find on UFC, Formula One, basketball, baseball, football, basketball on both college and pro, they've got it. BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N. Locked On. You'll receive a fifty percent deposit bonus today. That is Locked On at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Go to built.com today. That is built.com. Check out all the uh, built bars, the built go, the built boost, and use the promo code LOCK15, L O C K E D 1 5, LOCK15. You'll receive a 15% discount today. Also, it's holiday season, so don't reach for the pie. Reach for a built bar. You can still enjoy it. It's delicious. It's like a dessert. We can still go for a run or get a workout in afterwards. So go to built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Check that out today. 